As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, 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 test. Today, teleporting Tommy Two-Tone tidally time travel to 2222 to tailgate the Tennessee Titans Tannehill touch football training tent. Today, teleporting Tommy Two-Tone tidally time travel to 2222 to tailgate the Tennessee Titans Tannehill touch football training tent. All right, the microphone seems to be working. It is 3.59 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'm getting ready to meet with my client, Doug LaFontaine. Doug, oh, what can I say about Doug? I mean, he's suburban. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he's living a, a life that um, sometimes he struggles to fit into. He's a systems analyst. Uh, that's, that's about all my notes on Doug. I, I'm sure there's more to him, but th those, are the, those are the main things that we get into when I see Doug. You know, just a little bit of time for a self-check-in. How am I feeling? What's going on with me? What's on my mind? You know, it really sucks to be an American right now, uh, especially around the 4th of July, just because ah, we've had the court system uh, carpet bomb a lot of what we hold dear. Uh, whether that be uh, the separation of church and state or obviously women's rights. Uh, they've also signaled that they're going to be tearing down LGBTQ rights and voting rights. And it's very much the case that we're in jeopardy of living in a country without a, uh, a democracy that is uh, uh, truthfully representing the will of the people. And, you know, it's really hard not to just distract yourself, but there is a tiny little part of me that thinks if the Memphis Grizzlies could just trade for Kevin Durant and not include Ja Morant, Desmond Bain, or Jaron Jackson Jr., maybe, maybe things could get a little bit, oh, oh, hello. Hey, hello. Hi, hello. Doug, it's good to see you. Come on in, Doug. Hi, Dr. Heron. Hello. Oh, uh, once again, I have to do this with everyone. Not a doctor, but thank you for calling me that. It's very oh, kind. Oh, sorry. It's, it, you, know, you are wearing a white lab coat and you have a clipboard. Uh, sorry. That's true. I, I've, I've been slightly baiting people into calling me a doctor, but I, legally I have to shut it down when it comes up. Yeah, Tec that's very misleading. Very misleading, but technically I'm not a doctor. I just, honestly, it's chilly in here. Uh-huh. So I I mean, like, you know, if that's what you have, it's, uh, you know, I can tell it's, uh, you know, you're shivering like a leaf right now, but you know, if you're not a, I know I, I did notice the lengthy, the lengthy, um, a uh, 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 list of letters after after your name on the uh, on the door out there. Oh, the, the my accreditation. Yes. Yeah, your accreditations. Uh, well, I, I am a CTW. Don't don't tell me what that means now. I'm, I oh. I want to leave. I want to leave myself a little nugget of suspense for. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll put that on like a top shelf that you have to you have to earn through doing your chores of good therapy, Doug. No, of course, of course. And I'm 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 coming in loaded for bear today, Doctor. I, I I'm feeling really blue. 
You're feeling really blue. Oh, you you got a little droopy dog in you, don't you? Yeah, I know. I feel. Uh, yeah, I, I I suppose so. My the pitch of my voice naturally tends that way, but when I'm sad, it really really comes out. The word, I can't I can't say hi to anybody named Joseph. I go hello Joe, and they say you're doing a droopy dog. I say no, it's how I talk. Well, I, 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 you know, I think the, the sagginess of your eyes doesn't help, Doug. I, I think it also just further invites the comparison. Okay. I, I, I know I haven't been keeping up with my skincare routine, but I, I've, been put, I've been putting on eye cream every night. I don't know why these, these, these I'm, I've got these Samsonite bags hanging below my, my eyes. Well, Doug, I feel you're being a little hard on yourself because you just say that you don't keep up with your skincare routine. And then right after that, immediately after that, you say you put on eye cream every night. I didn't say what kind of cream. Oh, so it's not a skincare cream? No, it's, it's a little ice cream. It melts and then uh, it, it melts on my face as I lie there sleeping on my back. It melts, it drips down my face as I fall asleep, and then I oh. kind of lap it up, and I have sweet dreams. Oh, but well, it's a happy ending. It's so a sad both, start, both but of, a happy ending. Both of these things are true, that I put on eye cream every night, but I haven't been keeping up with my skincare routine. Yeah, okay, all right. Huh, maybe we should um, Maybe we should be putting a little bit of skincare in your ice cream. Maybe that's, uh, uh, I don't always start clients with that uh, thought, but it feels appropriate for you. If we just put, if we just put a little uh, moisturizer right in there. You, and then, you don't always start clients with that thought. I don't. It's but it's something, something you bring in later. Yeah, it, it's often my top shelf item that I make other clients earn, but you, you got right into it today. You, you've been a good boy, Doug. Have I told you that you've been a good boy in therapy? Thank you. Thank you. I'm just really trying to put together the, the sort of tiered reward system that you've constructed as a therapist. Yeah, well, it's different for all clients. You know, um, you earned moisturizer in your ice cream early. Some people have to really work themselves up to that. But like I said, I want to I, I feel you've made a lot of good progress and and. I don't feel like I want to be earning anything. I feel like I've uh, everything I've earned, I've paid for through my HMO as uh, for, you know, these, these, these sessions. I don't want to come in and feel like I have to perform for you. You see a little top hat on my head? I, I, well, unless it's really little, I don't see it. I mean, uh, I, I, could, I could go through with a comb and look for it. But if you're saying it's not there, I believe you. Yeah, it's not there. I don't have a tiny, like a, 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 a non-visible top hat that I would have put it nestled into my hair. I've seen some really tiny hats is the reason I say that. Have you ever seen like a little hat that could fit on a kitten? Uh, you know, probably, but I, I can't, I can't recall. Um, it, it, uh, let me ask you this. Is it a tiny hat for a kitten or is it just a tiny hat that fits a kitten the way that a normal hat would? Because I imagine a tiny little hat, like a straw boater, mm -hmm. perched jauntily on top of a cat's head would be very fun. It, it is very fun. The reason I think it's specifically for a cat is it comes with a little strap. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that to me is like, oh, that's got to be kept in place because the cat's going to move around. Sure. So mm. that, that's what I thought. Anyways, I thought you might have a little cat-sized tiny hat on your head and that this might be a performance. That's why I brought it all up. No. Okay. No. Also, also, hang on a second. That was a rhetorical question. I said, as you see, I had on my head. Jeez. Well, I, all, all questions in therapy cannot be rhetorical. I mean, if you ask a question in therapy, it, it's to be answered, Doug. Noted.
Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we got through that. Okay. So you you don't you don't feel like a performer. You don't feel a little bit of instinct like I gotta I gotta put on airs because I'm talking to another person. Sometimes I do, but I feel like therapy shouldn't be one of those places. I feel like you know I I I just feel like I've been coming up short lately. Well, well, how so, Doug? Well, let me let me ask you the heavy question I often ask at the top of our sessions, and I apologize for going this deep this early. Sure, Doug. How has your week been? I'm so glad you asked. It's not. It's not been great. Um, for oh. the main, the main thing that I was thinking of, you know, when you're driving to therapy and you're like, oh, geez, what am I going to talk about this sure. time? I gotta, I gotta have something. I gotta have. I, uh, I, I feel that every day. Yeah, I mean, you, you're feeling that from the patient perspective. You're only doing it once a week. Think about uh-huh. me, the therapist who has to do it every day, all day. Uh-huh. I have nothing to say anymore. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to come to the patients with your problems. No, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, okay. I, I I I feel like I feel like I have to have at least one or two solid sketch ideas going into every single therapy session, just uh-huh. to pitch and bounce it off another person. Also, to take the load off of them of like, you, as you were just saying, sharing can be hard. So sometimes to get somebody else to open up, I'll talk about you know. Uh, what it was like to be on set with Selena Gomez for a commercial I filmed a couple of years ago. Things like that. Okay. Uh, I don't want to hear about that. You I don't? Want to tell you about my thing. Okay. I, I, I had to wear a little hat. Okay. Well, hang on a second. Let's, we all said some crazy things. Let's back up a second. What kind of little hat are we talking about? Well, it was my little lucky audition hat. So I, I, I stole it off a little cat that I know and I, I wore it for the audition to, so that I would, um, so I would have a little bit of a, something that no one else had, you know, it's like, it was my little secret of like, I'm wearing a little cat's top hat and that's, what's going to book me this role. Mm. And sure enough, I booked it. What was the role? It was a commercial in 2016 for Verizon. Were you wearing a top hat in the role? No, they they the cinematographer was pretty insistent that uh, the little thing on the top of my head be removed. And I do think for that reason, my acting in the commercial is subpar. Hmm. But interesting, because I feel like you, you accredit so much of the uh, the success to the hat. But I would I would guarantee you that in that audition room, those the people who were casting were probably like, hey, this guy's good. But if we can just picture him without that that stupid top hat on because it's what's going to be in the commercial uh then i think that i think we're good so i feel like if anything it was a hindrance do you consult for verizon commercials because you sound a lot like the people in the room no i'm just an astute observer of uh, advertising well you should think about you should think about maybe transitioning into the advertising lifestyle i don't think i oh that that that, that fast-paced madison avenue sort of thing is not for not for me at all no no That's no true. i prefer i prefer the quiet suburban life suburban life my uh you know i'm secure in my job as uh, you know as a systems analyst but where i'm not secure and this is my big problem this week as you know the fourth of july is coming up yes happy fourth happy fourth uh and uh well my neighbors down the streets the scots uh they're having a barbecue and Mm -hmm. i was not invited to the barbecue Oh, okay. I feel like oh, most everybody else in the neighborhood was, and this isn't the first time this has happened. Well, Memorial as, Day. As I recall, your relationship with the Scots is contentious. I don't. I, said, I don't think so. I think that's a slightly one-sided thing, but it's also, you know, it's just common courtesy, especially on a on such a. I 
I can understand if this is a birthday and it's just like friends and family only. But when you're inviting the whole neighborhood to a cookout, a barbecue, right. uh, and you've got that nice in-ground pool, and the whole neighborhood's going and it's just, oh, Mr. LaFontaine's not going to go. That's that. We don't need him. Mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, hurt, it's hurtful. And I don't, I don't know why it is that they, wouldn't, uh, that they wouldn't invite me. And I feel like this is a recurring problem. Well, I can see that. Well, well, let, let's get into let's get into possible. What I remember you saying about the Scots, I remember you said um, uh, they had through a house party once. Mm-hmm. And some of the cars were parked close to your driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that was probably two or three weeks we talked about that. Yeah, it, they were well, they were parked close to my driveway. They were um, they you know, there was uh, th- so they lived next to me. Right. Scots. And there were cars parked in their driveway, which is close to my driveway. It's so they, okay, I didn't realize that. Within, the clo- it's within, you know, 500 feet. Okay, the closeness was still definitively on their property. Maybe that's something I didn't completely pick up on last time. Well, yeah, but it, it was on their property. But the principle of it all was that it was, it was too close to my driveway. And I, I was out there. I was... I, I had this. I had to spray paint a uh, uh, what's it called a trellis, uh, one of those you know gr- grilled uh, slats of wood that you put uh, where you know typically you might have some sort of ivy or a vine climbing up the side of a porch. I gotcha. I was picturing a chalice, which was just the wrong word. No, I'm sorry. I might have misspoke. Trellis. No, tr- trellis. I got trellis. it. No, no. You said the right word. I just couldn't picture what that was. No, 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 no. Not a okay, chalice. I got but, you. Okay. Speaking of chalice, I was out there spray painting it uh, uh, wine red, and I had to do this work. And there was, and you know, I I I use uh, a brand of spray paint that was technically outlawed uh, many years ago because of the many carbofluorocarbons or, or whatever the CFCs stand for. It's uh, it's very, it's rather it's noxious in smell. It right. uh, really stinks up the joint. Right, it, uh, which is why I was doing it outside in the driveway, and it's you know not very safe to breathe in, and so I'm feeling bad because they're neck they're next to me, they're also downwind from me, and so I've got all these cars mm-hmm. in the driveway. People are getting out, and you know they're only out there for a brief second. They're heading into the house party, but I'm blowing all this spray paint, and uh, and it's and it's and it's heading there, and I have to deal with these dirty looks. So I I thought, well, let's see, how could we solve this? I guess I could theoretically take my work elsewhere, but I'm not going to do that. So mm. they should move their cars. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm curious because that was definitely a hard no to the idea of taking your work elsewhere. Uh, what's behind that? Why, why is it important for you to be doing that work in your driveway in particular? There's open, open air, uh, open space. I'm, uh, you know, uh, visible uh, to. Oh, so you want to be seen? Uh, you want to be yeah. seen doing this? Uh, well, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I prefer. I, I, you know, it should something go wrong, or should I pass out from the fumes? Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, someone will, someone will see. Hopefully, a mm-hmm. bystander will help. I just uh, sometimes when you say safety sort of thing. Well, I, I hear that you're using personal safety as a cover, but sometimes, sometimes, Doug, when you say you don't want to perform, I think thou doth protest too much. Well, I, which it's, is a medical uh, term. It's not that I don't want to perform. I, I, I'm a sociable person. I, I, uh, 
uh, there's a certain context in context to which I don't feel like I should have to. But no. um, you know, I'm I've been I can be a ham every now and then. I feel like I'm safe to admit that. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe we can, maybe we can a little bit be more openly embracing of you being a hit. Maybe if you're out there painting that trellis with poison, maybe we plan some sort of pratfall. And now instead of getting a dirty look, you get a laugh. And maybe that laugh leads to an invitation. And maybe that invitation leads to love and friendship. You see where I'm going with this, Doug? Hmm. You I suppose, put yourself I suppose out there. so, but I'm, I mean, I'm no, I'm, I don't know that I have the, the the physical comedy skills to pull off a pratfall. I'm a student of I'm a student of the Three Stooges, and you know those are the best. And I and I watch that. And sometimes you watch, you know, the masters at their craft, and you think, oh, I could never. Yes. Yes. Uh, well. Uh, well, th there's no reason that you can't try. You know, the Stooges just started by a, a simple attempt. Right. I assume I, I you, suppose so. Yeah. I, I when you say the three stooges, I assume you mean Will Sasso, Sean Hayes, and the other one. Of course. Yeah, yeah. the other one. The, the the famous three stooges that we all know and love. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, it's um it's a matter of like they didn't become stooges by never trying. You know what I mean? They had to just they had to just hurt themselves a couple of times. And and so That's Doug, like I'm think I'm thinking if if A, we get some moisturizer in your ice cream, and then B, we intentionally try and hurt you a couple of times, I think we can really improve your life here. And, oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, let, let, well, let, what sort, walk me through this then, I guess, if we're playing this out. So in that situation, so, you know, for example, the house party where I was spray painting out the yep. yard, what, what could I, should I have done to uh, elicit this sort of response that you're talking about? Well, I think I think you want to leave a, 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 a soft point in the middle of the trellis that you can fall through and break. Um, maybe on the other side of that trellis, there's some uh, um, uh, uh, very expensive vases or uh, perhaps things from a museum uh, that you could then smash through and break. And uh, and then maybe you can flail around on the ground a little bit and say, oh, I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to do this. I think like that, that's what I associate with the Three Stooges is accidental, physical uh, harm to expensive things in a public setting. And of course, their famous remorse afterwards. They would all, oh, <laughs> sorry, we didn't mean to. I didn't, I didn't mean to hit you in the face. I didn't mean to, you know, uh, smack you with a two by four. Famously, I didn't, spray, I didn't mean to spray the old dowager with seltzer water. I Sorry. think that's, it, it, that's what made the Three Stooges lovable is the amount of apology at the end of their. Yeah, their... very, very sincere. <laughs> we're all sincerely remorseful, <laughs> very aware of the damage that they had done. It was the original Marvel post credit scene. If you stayed yeah. around the Three Stooges movies long enough, you'd get to the post credit scene with just the 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 long, sincere apology, hat in hand, yeah, right? Because yeah. they were. They were no longer performing. They took the hat off their head and put it in their hand to show yes. how sincere they were. Yeah, they would, and they, we're sorry. We're so sorry. We're so, and, so sorry that we accidentally ruined the Thanksgiving turkey. Whatever, we're so sorry that the, was. We're so sorry we killed that piano mover by accident. Yeah. Um, uh, totally. And, and, and that apology is a gateway into friendship, which is a gateway into invitations to parties. Mm -hmm. See? And I'm apologizing to these people for, the, so it's, the, what is it, their vases? Is it their valuables that I, I put on the other side that I'm destroying? That's a good thought. That's a good thought is somehow destroy something that they own, right? Sure. Uh, uh, maybe kidnap their little dog and put him in jeopardy somehow. Uh-huh. 
Okay. You, oh, you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, here, 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 here's one. Okay. I, I bring the little, you know, the little dog comes over, whatever. Uh, what's, what, what is that damn dog's name? It's so loud and barking all the time. I think you said Toto? Toto, yes. Toto. Uh, so I bring Toto over and, you know, maybe I get some of this paint on him. Mm -hmm. And then, and then comes a very funny sequence in which I'm, I'm like, oh no, I got to get this dog cleaned up, you know, back to, so I, I'm trying to give him a bath, the paint's not coming out. Long story short, I wind up shaving half the dog. Oh, see, I like what I this is come going. over hat in hand. I, mm. I'm sorry, I I accidentally spray painted your dog and then had to shave him because mm -hmm. I couldn't get the paint out. And uh, oh, by the way, are you having? Well, then what then? Do I say, oh, by the way, are you having a party or like it's a casual thing? Like I didn't plan this whole thing out. Or Ex you've already got it exactly right. You 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 know what you really want, but you pretend like you don't. Sure, sure. So it's you know I'm going over there for the apology, and then it's oh, don't mind if I do. I'll have a pig in a blanket. Yeah. Oh, maybe mm. you could also have like a, a, you know, dogs are very afraid of fireworks and it's a it's a scary time of the year. Perhaps I should be here to help soothe the dog while the party's happening. That's then you true. kind of you get into the party without a full invitation. Mm -hmm. no, it's a foot in the door. Yes. Just, just like my little hat got me that Selena Gomez commercial. It was a foot in the door to get what I really wanted. Well, you know, here, well, the thing is, though, I uh, I successfully petitioned the the. Uh, uh, the the city to cancel fireworks this year. Uh, you you were successful. I was successful in that endeavor. Yeah, I was talking about this before. Were uh, you just really we, persuasive, or did you have some sort of political capital? Or I I uh, it was a little bit of little column A, little column B. I mm. uh, you know made a sizable donation to um, the the election fund um, for the next year. I also you know I was very persuasive. I went into you know, every single uh, open forum that they had for the city council for a year. And, wow. uh, and I mean, I did it all. I yelled, I screamed, I cried, I uh, threw things. I, uh, you know, I, I did a tight five. Uh, that really is happening. everything. Yeah, you yeah. said you said you did it all. And that's everything. That's all that's, you can yeah. do. Everything. And so there's not going to be any fireworks. So wow. I don't know that I'm going to have that in. I don't think Toto is going to be great. Now, why do you think when you put your mind to stopping fireworks, you're successful, but when you put your mind to making friends, it's so much more challenging? What What do you think that disconnect is, Doug? Because I'm really impressed that you stopped fireworks in a neighborhood in America on the 4th of July. That doesn't happen. That's true. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, I, I should dig into this because it is, I don't know why I couldn't carry over the skills that... Um, you know, I have to put into use in order to uh, cancel something that's fun uh, and uh, a, 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 an act of municipal gathering. Why couldn't I translate those skills into making friends as an adult? It's very, they're very they're, you know, it's uh, they're they're right up there. I um, and I don't I don't know the answer to that. Well, well, I, well, maybe that actually feeds into why you have a lack of friends. Is people are a little bitter over your canceling of of their fun. Why? Why would they be bitter? I feel like I've done a good thing for the community. Well, again, uh, not to always go back to you being droopy dog, but I do feel like sometimes your aesthetic uh, and the things that you enjoy are uh, maybe things that reduce other people's good time, such as, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, poisoning people going into a party or uh, stopping fireworks on the one. doing it. 
well, you were out there and you had you you, you chose to stay out there and keep I, doing it. I I I yelled at them. I said, "Get out of the way! Quick, go quick! Run inside! Don't breathe! Don't breathe this in!" Right, so but uh, again, not an action that would preclude you to uh, not an action that would lead you to have more friends is what i'm saying if you're if you're yelling run away poison then you're not gonna you're not gonna make that connection that's a lost friend okay no um, i'm glad i'm glad you're taking notes here uh uh so so doug let, let's think about this if you can apply skills to get what you want in terms of stopping other people's fun Maybe we, we need to apply those skills to creating fun for people. And maybe that's another just honey trap to bring more people in. Hmm. You know, that's, a, you know, doctor, that's a very, that's a pretty good idea. Um, I, I, for example, I could have my own party. You could have your own party. Well, let me ask specifically, Doug, what's your idea of a good time? Of uh, a good time? Um, uh, by myself with others what are give me some more parameters well obviously uh by yourself is uh, uh what you're probably used to so i'm thinking more specifically with others that's the goal right we're trying to expand your friendship so when you picture a group of people hanging out with smiles on their faces what are they doing together doug mm, okay well if i if i were to uh, generate such a scenario for myself uh let's see and if i were to invite other people over to my home let's see well first mm -hmm. off first thing first shoes off if you're indoors um okay that's 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 number one we're not tracking dirt on the carpet where we're um immediately an idea for you doug yes if you're insisting shoes off in the house mm -hmm. maybe the house is bouncy have you the thought house. about living in a bouncy house uh I have thought about it, and I, um, I, I, I considered the option for a while, ultimately decided against it because of the mm. lack of protection against the elements, the expense of mm. having to keep it inflated all the time, mm. uh, and the fact that it's just one big room and no, um, no lines for electricity, potable water, plumbing, any of the utilities uh, that I, I need. I, honestly, also, if, you, if, if there was a big storm, it would blow away. Mm. Uh, and I suppose I could survive if it was on the water because it would be a flotation, but it also needs an electrical hookup in order for it to stay uh, inflated. So ultimately, okay. I decided that would be uh, uh, not the ideal situation for me. Okay. Yeah. You're, no, your practical brain really killed a lot of that fun for me. Um, uh, but, but Doug, I would just say if you did build a bouncy house with like working electricity and plumbing and different rooms, that would be sick as hell, bro. I'd be over every weekend. I know that it's unpractical to you, but like, that impracticality makes for some sort of like big, bold choice of like, wow, this is interesting. I, I want to be here. I want to find out more about this craziness. But OK, you don't want to do the inflatable house. That's fine. Yeah. I was just trying to think, how can we get shoes off in a fun way? That was my way of doing it. You nix that. No problem. I think okay. taking the shoes off is fun enough because first off, you ever take your shoes off at somebody else's uh, house and then you walk and you're like, oh, this is the texture of their car. Interesting. I wonder what the pilling is. What's the thread count? And uh, that's how you start a conversation. Um, I, I, I don't know that I've ever dug my toes into somebody's carpet and then asked questions about it. No, I can't say that I have. Uh, well, that's, that's often what I do. And, and I feel like I've got, I've got very sensitive feet. And in fact, I would go so far as to say that I, if I were to walk in my stocking feet on uh, somebody, somebody else's carpet, I could probably identify the year it was manufactured, the... Uh, 
uh, when was the last time it was cleaned, the method by which it was cleaned, whether or not there is an adequate amount of padding over the subflooring. Okay, I, I could see that making friends with maybe a carpet salesman or somebody who's in the industry, but I, I, I feel like... Uh, That's business with pleasure, though. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. That maybe, maybe that wouldn't be your friend. Yeah, no, maybe it's impossible to make a friend with this level of conversation. Yeah, uh, so I, this is all to say that I think taking the shoes off and having that experience is fun enough. Yeah, well, at least to start. Okay. I got more ideas. Okay, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a more fun conversation than like the carpet is to talk a little bit about the Die Hard and the No Shoes on the Plane and John McClane and action movies. You know, I think like maybe your interests are a little um, niche and boring, and I can bring you into more pop culture uh, uh, hits. Sure, I you know, you know I could I could talk Die Hard. In fact, I've got I've got a very interesting, unique take. A very, uh, uh, you, you, like this is this is really out there. This is okay. perhaps the most interesting, unique thing that I have thought of. Okay. In relation to the movie Die Hard. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. That is it, that it is in fact a Christmas movie. I don't follow. Well, it takes place on Christmas Eve. Um. And yeah. and you see that the humor derives from the fact that you know on on paper it's like no this is an action you know buddy cop movie sort of thing. Uh, and so the idea, and isn't it fun to think about watching Die Hard at Christmas like, I mean, as though as though you're watching It's a Wonderful Life? This is just a line I of debate. I guarantee you nobody has ever thought of that. It's a line of debate I wasn't prepared for. I, I think I could have come up with counter arguments if this was something that even crossed my mind. But it, it's such a it's such a wild notion that I, I almost don't know how to respond to it. The most wild thing about me is my notions about Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay. Well... Uh, I, I would I wouldn't bring that up honestly, Doug. I think that's I think that's too too out there for people. I think let's keep you more too in esoteric, too smart, too highbrow. Uh, too highbrow, yes, too highbrow. That's that's exactly the word I'm looking for. Understandable, because because you know, Christmas is about Jesus, and you don't want to be thinking about an AK-47. That's true. Although uh, this day and age, a lot of people thinking about both at the same time, and they think that's fine. Fair enough, Doug. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Uh, you do live in the suburbs. You're exposed to more of that, I suppose. I do. I do live in yeah. the suburbs. And, you know, there's all there's all types out there. There's uh, the, you know, uh, the people on the uh, the Democrats who are a little more right leaning. There's the Republicans who are a little more, more right leaning. Right -leaning. <laughs> suburbs really take all types. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that you seem, Doug, fairly um, apolitical, although it's tough to be apolitical in today's time and for that it, to not be it political. Is tough. I'm having a very hard time doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, re it's really stressful. I'm sure. Well, with all yeah. this shit going on. I, and honestly, probably not a thing that's helping you make friends. No. Because <laughs> people pretty much decided one way or another how they feel about things for the most part in today's Absolutely. age. Absolutely. And for, you to, for you to ride the fence. Is, I don't uh, know what about me seem. I mean, seems wishy-washy. Other than that, but um, yeah, that's that certainly contributes to it. Okay. Shall I move on beyond okay. having my guests take off their shoes for my I, ideal party? There might be more to milk from that, but let's just move on, just in case. Okay. Just in case we can always come back to that if we get bored. Hey, speaking of coming back to things, I'm ready for you to tell me what those initials stand for. Really? Yes. Well, I think you'll earn those initials when you tell me the next fun activity after taking off the shoes. That I think that'll be your chore. Give me one, one more really fun thing after the shoes come off that you're doing with those friends in your house, and I'll tell you what a CTWROS is. 
okay, well, after we, after I've had to take off the shoes, I, you know, interrogate them about the carpet, I would think it's only polite to offer some sort of food and beverage. Oh, okay. I like this. I'm with you, Doug. Okay. Mm -hmm. What do you offer? I have flat Mr. Pib and uh, room temp. It's my favorite drink. Those bubbles, because here's the thing, what they don't tell you is that if you get in contact with the distributor, there are, so there are certain, um, uh, uh, there's there's this concept in uh, 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 the grocery world that I don't know if it applies to manufacturing called shrink, which is basically you've got damaged product that you just kind of need to get rid of. Right. And right. so when, if you if you get in contact with the uh, 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 a distributor or perhaps even the manufacturer itself, there are certain cans of Mr. Pib and bottles, two liter bottles. That, this is just like the Fourth of July fireworks. It's something else you put your mind to to make happen instead of friendship. You don't even know where I'm going. I, well, I, I can already tell you put in a lot of work and you got what you wanted. Okay, continue, Doug. Yes, it's true. Um, it, it was surprisingly easier than 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 you would think. I just hung around a soda factory for a little while, and, I, and they were going to throw out all this old Mr. Pib that uh, had been damaged in, in such a way that it wouldn't hold carbonation. And so I offered to take it off their hands, and uh, and I've that's I've been doing that. I've got a huge stockpile of flat Mr. Pib. And if you keep yeah. it at room temp, it's kind of like, um, you know how sometimes with a little bit of a chill or red wine, uh, you know, red wine is supposed to be served at room temp, but some of them you, you, sure. you, 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 chill you know, you stick the bottle in the cooler for a minute and then, you know, you pull it out. Right. Uh, so that's, it's like Mr. Pip with room temperature is the ideal way in okay. which the, the, the flavor notes bloom. Uh, and so that's the beverage. And then to eat, uh, we, I have plain, the, the plain goldfish, you know how there are, you know, people, when people think goldfish, they think cheddar, there's a plain version. There's a, there's a non-flavored goldfish. There's an unflavored goldfish cracker. Okay, okay. Uh, does that mean, what does that taste? Just, is that like a, a, a wafer from yeah, church? it tastes like a cracker. Okay. And then, of course, ants on a log. Okay, okay, that's kind of fun, taking celery, putting peanut butter and raisins on it. That's kind of fun. I, I, I I'm sort of on board for that one. The other I do, two, I do, I do cream cheese and raisins, uh, not um, peanut butter. That, that, I, I, that could be good. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge cream cheese person, but I, I think that could be good. Yeah, and, and I'll, you know, when I run out of raisins, I always have uh, some uh, dried apricots and prunes. Okay, I'll, you're really pushing, <laughs> really uh, pushing it. So it's, it's almost like you're intentionally making it worse. Well, uh, I, I mean, I know it's they, they don't look like ants. That's the I would think the main criticism is that an apricot is a little well. First off, it's a different color, and it's a uh, uh, probably a little too big. Okay, Doug, I should come I, up with a different name for that. Doug, Doug, I have to stop where this conversation is going. I just have to stop it. I can't. I don't know that I can do it anymore. And you know, Cohen, I I wanted to say this earlier, but you just kept rolling into the next food and drink. Coincidentally. A true story. Uh, uh, Pib Extra is my favorite drink. I do love me some Pib Extra, but because of that, I'm also aware that they changed names at a certain point and became went from Mr. Pib to Pib Extra. So mm -hmm. the Mr. Pibs that you have must be old. No, you did say old, but that means must be like from the 90s. Yeah. And uh, like I took you, everything they had. You, but my point is, you took you took the one thing that you could have actually really connected with me on as a friend, like my favorite drink, and you just kind of ruined it by making by getting an old, uncaffeinated. You said the cans can't possibly I mean, hold it, caffeination. It's caffeination. It's carbonation. Oh, carbonation. Excuse me, carbon. I said the wrong word. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I need what, to wake up too. Well, <laughs> well I, I don't well, tell tell your droopy eyes, Doug. Because <laughs> you let's, don't let's always ease, look at let's it. let's take it easy on the knocks on the droopy okay. eyes. Okay. All right. All well, right. well, maybe, well, I'll tell you what, maybe my accreditation will will explain a little bit of why I feel comfortable attacking your eyes. Mm. Because, Doug, I do think you've earned your top shelf treat, uh, which is that I am a CTWRS, and that means I'm a creative thinker who rents office space. Mm. Okay. So as a creative thinker, I'm able to kind of identify that your um, ugly, sleepy eyes are a huge part of your lack of humanity. Mm. Uh, wow. Uh, that's, that's incredibly rude. Uh, you didn't have to throw ugly in there, but you know what? And look, if they don't make you feel comfortable, sometimes I do this. I've got these two clothes pins in my pocket and I'm going to just, I'm going to pin, pin the eye. Oh no. Oh. There's one, there's the other. Okay. Oh. Now the skin, now the skin's oh, not Lord. sagging. Is this better? Oh. This, this feels a little silence of the lambs. Uh-huh. It feels a little, uh, Buffalo Bill trying on other people's skins. Oh, you don't, you don't like how it looks. Bet you're, bet you're jonesing for those uh, sag, those old saggy eyes now, huh? A little, a little, a little bit. A All right, bit. I'll take them off. I do this to prove a point. Okay. Oh Lord. Okay. Uh, well, Doug, it's good to see you back to normal, which is still um, very much like a a, a sad dog. Um, oh, did you ever notice that dog, Doug? Did you ever notice that? I do ever notice that the, the word dog is uh, similar to my name, which is Doug. That's um, what I'm getting at. Well, I certainly notice it when somebody says that I look like a dog. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I think another thing, Doug, is maybe if you're able to kind of laugh along rather than be really deeply offended, that just might mm. be another thing that helps you make friends of like somebody says a joke, maybe even at your expense rather than telling them all the reasons that that depresses you and trying to physically alter your state to look differently, maybe just give a little chuckle and then say something, uh, say something about them. That's a little insulting. That's a little bit of a joke. I'll tell you what, Doug, I, I don't do this for everyone. I'll give you permission. Lay, lay one little sick burn on me. All right, Doug, go ahead and give me a sick burn. Mm. Uh, okay. Let's see. Um, uh, you know, if I, uh, uh, based on initial first impressions, uh, I would say, you know, if I were to look into your eyes, I would say one of them is completely soulless and that there's nothing behind it. And then the other is uh, uh, full of deep gut-wrenching sadness. How's that? Okay, that's fine. No, that, 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 that's, that was good, Doug. You did good. That, that's, mm. um, it's good. Good job. That's funny, huh? Ha, ha, ha. No, 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 um, no, you're right. That was, uh, that was really funny, Doug. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank just you for... two guys, just two guys taking the piss out of each okay. other. Huh? I think, I think you've made your point, Doug. I think you've made your point. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, but so am I. I didn't really mean it. I just wanted to say something horrible yeah. to prove a point to you. Well, I, I honestly, as your therapist, I grade everything you say on a truth scale. And that felt really like a 10 on the truth scale to me, Doug. It, it, it was. I was just, uh, I yeah. was saying that it wasn't after because I felt bad. Yeah. No, it's, it, you know what? Honestly, it's okay. Um, oh God, but you know it? what? I think there's something to, you know, I mean, I do have droopy, saggy eyes. I'm not, I, I don't deny it. I think, no, there's no. A, I think there's a happy medium here where we can no, acknowledge no. Our, our, no, no. Uh, you know, 
supposed so-called flaws uh, mm-hmm. as human beings as far as our physical appearance. You, you know, Doug, um, honestly, um, I am offended. There is something you could do to make it up to me. I don't know if I could tell them. Have you ever tried to trade favors for friendship? Because sometimes that's a, that's sometimes that's the best way to do it, just like you did with the 4th of July thing, is just buy a friendship through a favor. Uh, buy trade favors for friendship. What sort of favors? Well, I just know that you're really good at getting things done. Uh, and earlier I was suggesting maybe you explore working in the casting office, which which would still work. I, I wonder also, would you ever consider working in an, uh, uh, an NBA front office? Huh, working in an, well, uh, I suppose it would depend on the capacity. I mean, my, my, my trade profession is as a systems analyst. And uh, right. my, uh, you know, assuming the, uh, the skills would carry over, uh, I would, uh, you know, certainly, I, as long as, you know, I just don't want to be setting myself up for failure. Um, But I would, would I consider it? Absolutely. Basketball is a lot of fun. I don't want to set you up for failure. I'm just thinking if you could, you know, join the Memphis Grizzlies front office and convince the Brooklyn Nets to do a Kevin Durant for John Conchar straight up deal. I think that would be good for both sides. And, um, a a Kevin, Kevin Durant for whom straight up John Conchar, Jitty, get Jitty with it. Um, the white guy on the bench for the Memphis Grizzlies. Sure. Sure. How deep on the bench we talking here? He plays. He plays. Uh, he 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 got to like uh, 15 rebounds in a game, and uh, Twitter freaked out about it for a day. Mm. I want. I want, and I wonder why that is. A uh, <laughs> a white a white guy does something something cool in the NBA. <laughs> it was it. It was a lot of uh, right leaning people in the suburbs that were really excited about John Conchar. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, well, I. Look, I could I could try to get into the Grizzlies front office, but I can yeah. tell you right now, there ain't no way that trade's going through. Well, I would have thought that there ain't no way that a, a small town suburb would cancel fireworks in the Fourth of July. I'm thinking, Doug. I'm thinking. I would have thought that there was no way to find Mr. Pibb that uh, stopped existing in the '90s. That's uncarbonated that you can just take from a, a soda factory. Uh, Doug, you have. You have ways and methods of accomplishing what you really want to accomplish. And if you point it towards something that somebody else wants accomplished, maybe that'll make you a friend. Don't you see? Well, I appreciate that. Here's, here's the only um, potential flaw that I might see is that mm. uh, I think you make some good salient points. And I guess if I'm going to give myself a little bit of self-love is that when I put my mind to something, I can get it done. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, is that usually um the outcome of those efforts are by what i would admit to be uh traditional mainstream standards uh Mm. not fun for anybody Mm. and even though i might enjoy it and uh in this situation i think it would be too much fun for uh fans of the memphis grizzlies to have Mm. transcendent talent like kevin durant on their team Mm. even though the other half of that is, you know, um, uh, Brooklyn getting uh, gentrified with John Conchar. John, Con- yeah, Con- Conchar or whatever. John Conchar, yeah. John Conchar. Yeah, uh, okay. from uh, from Purdue Fort Wayne University. Oh, he went to Purdue. He's an Indian. Purdue Fort Wayne. <laughs> it's two different schools. It's a much my smaller apologies. school that he went my to. My apologies to the uh, Boilermakers. Is that it? Uh, that's Purdue that you're apologizing to. I don't, I think. What's, for, the, what's I think, Purdue Fort Wayne? The Studebakers or some I, shit? No. I think it's the Mastodons. That's pretty cool. What, like the metal band? <laughs> yeah. The metal band, the Mastodons. 
is the mascot. They, for play, they played a concept album um, uh, uh, about Moby Dick before every <laughs> game. They must. I'm sure they must. Um, see, that would be an interesting conversation for you to be having with someone, Doug. Already more interesting than Carpets is your your deep knowledge of the Mastodons and their concept albums. Oh, it's not that. Um, I, I read it on a flyer once. I, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I just pre-associated. They're really getting in depth with their flyers, I suppose. I, but yeah, you got you got to advertise those bands. Uh huh. Indeed. Well, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. But what do you? I mean, what do you think of this potential flaw in the plan? Well, um, I, I think there's no there's nothing that doesn't come with risks, you know. Um, and uh, you're risking that the Memphis Grizzlies fans will be having too much fun, but maybe that's just what this world needs. You know, mm. maybe maybe that's what's going to maybe that's what's going to finally stop all these wars internationally, you know, is just just knowing that there's one basketball team that stands above the rest. You know, um, in this case, it could be either side could be the Brooklyn Nets with John Conchar or it could be the Memphis Grizzlies with one of the best players of the last 20 years. Mm. Uh, it, it could go either way. You just don't know. I mean, that's the magic of sports is you just don't know what's going to happen. That's when true. Conchar out. could really could could really be the key to that. Yeah, I would also just to say it. I would also love some first round draft picks coming back to Memphis in this trade mm. uh, while you're working on it. Um, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I guess I could see what I would do now. Now, again, if I do pull this off, <laughs> what what's the result? What's what's the incentive here? Your friendship is that? Oh yeah, I'll be your. I'll be. I won't just be your therapist. I'll be your friend. Hmm. That's like the that that's honestly the highest shelf I have in this office to 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 incentivize you with is friendship with me, a guy who was in a commercial with Selena Gomez. Okay. Uh, what if what if that's not what I necessarily need or want for mm -hmm. any of your clients for that bet? Well, uh, I mean, as my client, I can adjust your needs or wants to be more fitting of what I want them to be. I think if that's not what you need or want, then I need to fix you. Okay. Um, okay. I'm... Uh, that that's a that is a that was a chilling thing to to say was it uh yes um well i did say i i am shaking like a leaf it's very cold in here today I, I, that's uh, perhaps that's perhaps that's why i can't tell if that's why i'm shivering or if i would you like my doctor's coat no that's okay i don't want any more confusion oh i, I wouldn't confuse you for a doctor a doctors normally have uh, healthy eyes mm. mm-hmm Doug, mm -hmm. look, I feel like we, we've gone off in a million directions here. Uh, maybe you're even feeling confused. And, and what I like to do anytime this happens in a session is I like to just bring it back to a guided meditation, just like we always do. Just see if we can reset our brains and really put you in a good headspace when you go back out there in the world to try and make some friends. See if you can't wiggle your way into that 4th of July party with a, a flat pib in your hand. That's excellent. I, I love meditation. Fantastic. Well, I think this one will be helpful for you. I consider this one of the more calming and peaceful meditations that I get to do with anyone. Okay. Um, and, and Doug, um, you know, obviously uh, living in, in the Big Apple of New York City, uh, sometimes I make some Broadway connections. This meditation actually comes to me from one of the Jersey Boys. No, which one? Um, I, 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 I shouldn't say. I, I, I should I should be protective of, of the privacy. I, I, I wouldn't want to get any more specific than just saying this is one of the Jersey boys who was on Broadway. Okay. You comfortable with that level? Well, of uh, let me be clear. Is, is this an actor who played one of the Jersey boys? 
and let me be clear, I will not be clarifying anymore. There's a, <laughs> okay. a big gulf between it's the two. A, it's a big gulf. Well, maybe just the process of the meditation will, will, will bring to light for you. Maybe it will remind you of one of them, and then you'll know. Okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> so, Doug, if you would just listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three, two, two. one. Doug, picture yourself out driving at night. Okay. You're coming home at the end of the working day. Mm. You're riding alone to the drizzling, drizzling rain on a deserted stretch of a county two lane. When you come across a wreck on the highway, mm. Doug, there's blood and glass all over. And there's no one there but you. And the rain tumbles down hard and cold, and you see the young man lying at the side of the road, and he cries to you, Mister, won't you help me, please? Well, I certainly hope I do something to help him. Well, Doug, an ambulance, an ambulance comes from Riverside, mm -hmm. and you watch as they drive him away. your girlfriend or your young wife and, mm. and and you think of the girlfriend or the young wife of that boy waking up in the middle of the night to a state trooper, state trooper. The door. Oh, no. that state trooper has to say to them your baby died in a wreck on the highway now sometimes Doug sometimes you'll just sit up in the darkness and and you'll look over at your girlfriend or wife who of course is fictional as she sleeps and you and you climb into bed and you hold her tight and you just lay there awake in the middle of the night thinking about the wreck on the highway mm. and we're coming out of the meditation now doug in three two one and you're back with me doug how are you feeling was that peaceful and relaxing for you you feeling better I, I have to say that was a peaceful and relaxing end to uh what felt like Oh, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Two albums worth of uh, music. And really? um, hmm, yeah, that feels like the kind of um, that feels like the kind of meditation that, you know, I would love to hear live more often, but mm. you know, maybe this doesn't make it into the usual rotation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, where do you see live meditations these days, Doug? What's oh, your what's your go-to venue for a meditation? Uh, MetLife Stadium, uh, <laughs> United Center, yeah, Chicago, um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I I admire JJ Theater on Broadway. I admire any meditative leader that can do three hours straight of just solid meditation, three and then hours, yeah. and then go backstage and you think it's over, and then they come back for another hour or two of meditation. Yeah, and, but if you if you go to these enough, you know that it's not over. That's true. That's true. They, You're haven't ready played, for they haven't played like two of the biggest meditation songs, that, uh, uh, meditations that they've, you know, <laughs> I, I, they're famous I, for. I forgive you for that that misspeak of saying the word song. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why that would have come up. Um, isn't it annoying when you see people leave before the final meditation is over and you're like, I know traffic's a, a bitch, but like, honestly, mm -hmm. nothing's going to help you in traffic like a good meditation. You're, you're, you're missing out. 
That's true. That is true. Uh, I, well, I think there's a certain subset of meditation fans who are perhaps a more casual greatest hits uh, sort of variety. And that's, and you know, that, that's fine. So long as they aren't ruining uh, the meditation for the other more devoted diehards. Um, uh, if I'm going and, to and a you meditation. Know what? I also think this is an American thing because mm. I, I, I know that there are some you know, meditation tours that did not sell very well stateside <laughs> that sold out uh, across uh, the pond or, you know, down in Australia or wherever because meditation an, fans down there are just willing to meditate whatever. No, that's whatever. an interesting way that you pronounced Australia just now. You call it Australia? Australia? I don't know. That, that's just an interesting pronunciation. But, you know, perhaps it's very... I'm, I'm from upstate. I don't know. It could be my accent. Oh, honestly, Doug, that puts so much of your life into focus for me. You're from upstate. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, honestly, your eyes look fine for an upstate person. Mm. I didn't say which state. Oh, well, is that, is it not New York? The state it's New York. York. Oh, oh, no. Okay. No, that, yeah, then it adds up. Honestly, uh, maybe that's maybe that's all you need to do, Doug, is just move back home because that's what it is. You got a real upstate energy, and that's probably why you're not making friends. Mm, I just go, just go. go, just go home, just go home. Uh, yeah, I get, you know, I, it might be better for my love life. I'm a bit of a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a White Plains four, but a Utica seven. That 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 sounds like the trade between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Brooklyn Nets. You trade a White Plains four for a, for a seven. Yeah. All right. Well, Doug, honestly, Doug, I'm glad it all fell into place when I just figured out you're just, you're just, you're just an out of towner, really. You're in the suburbs, but you belong upstate. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, well, just I'm just a lonely here. rider. Got to know how it feels. <laughs> Doc, what uh, I'm saying to you is, yes. I want to know if love is wild. I want to know if love is real. Well, um, I think the only way we're going to get there is if you're some, if you're like a, I do think of you as a hero, but kind of a, a, a broken one, mm. you know, and, and I would say like, maybe you got a few chances left, but this really might be your last one. Mm. So let's, let's think of this as your, as your last chance. You're a broken hero. Let's get you, um, let's get you on the highway back upstate. It's probably going to be jammed. Okay. Well, I've got a I've got a car with some decent horsepower. It's a bit of a power drive. Oh, it's your pink Cadillac, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Doug, just hop in your pink Cadillac, drive on upstate. Forget about the dumb uh, Scots next door. They're, they're just you don't get along with them because maybe they're a little right leaning, but maybe they're also like even though they're suburbs, it's still city suburbs. It's not upstate life. And I think like upstate everything that you said today makes sense. And like you probably find a lot of carpet friends upstate. So just like I said, Doug, just go home and you'll be happy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that. I'll sell my house. Bid goodbye to the Scots. I think I think that's the move. Uh, and and uh, honestly, if you want to sell that house to me, Doug, I'll make it bouncy because mm-hmm. I I got myself excited by that idea. Well, look, that's your that's your prerogative. Do you want to make it a money pit? But okay. Well, I, I think I will. Thank you, Doug. Thank you for thank you for acknowledging my prerogative and things. I, I really appreciate it. Gosh, I really I thought this was gonna end more contentious than it did, but I couldn't be happier, Doug. I really feel like I solved you. 
I feel more or less the same, um, but you know, none can deny that uh, we are almost at our time limit. Yes, that's maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just excited to think that I've solved you because I'm out of time. Yeah, sure. Perhaps you just got into this uh, sort of state where you naturally uh, delude yourself into thinking that you've done anything for these people I've at a, you know the 45 minute mark. You know, honestly, Doug, that. Um, the things that you have said to me have cut so deeply to the bone that I'm going to take years unpacking them in therapy. But for now, I think I'm just going to pretend that you didn't say it and feel happy that I concluded this session on a, on a win. Well, I'm glad I could contribute to that. No problem at all, Doug. Take care. I'll see you next week. If you oh. want to, if you want to do remote next week, if you're upstate, uh, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Uh, that won't be necessary. I'm going to uh, find an actual doctor. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye, Doug. Wow find an actual doctor. I wonder what he means by that. Cause that could mean a lot of things. I'm sure it wasn't personally insulting to me. Ah, just think about it. Because if you have, if you have John Morant driving the lane, you got Desmond Bain in one corner, Kevin Durant in the other corner. Although, hmm, can we win a championship without Jitty on the bench? Wait a minute, Doug, don't give up John Contra on that trade. Doug, Doug. Quick note to self. Oh, man, my friend Rod O'Toole is such a fun and wonderful man. I've been lucky enough to not only be on the same uh, night at UCB when we had a UCB show together with him, but also we've been playing together with a newish team called Drop Your Socks. And we've even got a show coming up Thursday, August 4th, 8.30 at the Pit. Really looking forward to playing with the Drop Your Socks crew, including me, Rod, Rachel Tanzler, David Love Band, Demo, a ton of wonderful cavalcade of really funny people that uh, will hopefully do a show that you enjoy. Once again, that's Thursday, August 4th, 8.30 at the Pit. You know, I was talking to Rod recently, and he said the first and foremost thing that he wants to get out there right now is that people can donate to abortionfunds.org, uh, which uh, there will be a link in this uh, episode description. Um, so uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree that abortion is health care. And that uh, women's rights and women's health care is under attack in the, the United States right now by a co-opted political uh, movement that is not reflective of our uh, vast society and how most of us feel about things. So um, once again, just if you can, please visit abortionfunds.org, uh, hit the donate button and give. That would be the, the best way that you could honor anything that Rod and I ever do is, is by uh Put your capital towards helping out people that are in desperate need of it because of um, uh, warped politics. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ERHarland, AaronHarland.com. Aaron makes great podcast theme songs and cover art, but she also makes uh, wonderful music in her own right, which you can follow on Spotify and Bandcamp and all those wonderful places you can get your music. Thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Thanks to Nick Rockwell, our new producer, helping us out. I mentioned Rod being a lovely guy. You might want to follow him on Instagram at Roderick O'Toole. Okay, Ian, it's the 4th of July. I'm sure nobody wants to accidentally hear a podcast that's all about Memphis Grizzlies talk and uh, obscure references to Bruce Springsteen. So why don't you just go ahead and make sure that this one doesn't get out there publicly?